Hello, and welcome to another episode of Scavenger Life. This is episode number 526 at scavengerlife.com. So, Ryan, I'm going to ask you a question, and then I'm going to answer it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, Ryan. Yes? Oh, I'm not allowed to answer. Sorry. No, I'll, I'll just start, because I, I I want you to think about it, because I've been thinking about it. So, are you happy with our life as it is? <laughs> I'm going to tell you my yeah, answer. I'm going to answer that. Okay. Because I've been thinking about it. I I have been realizing that I have been very happy with the way her, our life has been. Uh, you know, and I think that's a good thing. And, uh, you know, growing up for me, I don't know. I feel like we, we never talked about that stuff, uh, you know, about being happy or being whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like... All the work we've done since we moved to this little town in 2008, I think, has finally kind of started paying off in a way. Yeah. You know, all the work we've done, everything we've kind of built up, it's like, I finally feel like we can breathe some. Yeah. And we've been feeling that. And it feels really good, you know? Now, am I allowed to answer now? Well, yeah. I mean, I think that what you say is true. I mean, we have worked, I mean, since we met each other, honestly, like we've been working hard to build something, things, build things, many, you know, build a life. Yeah. But like, it's not even just, I mean, build a life. You're like, what we buy a house and like pay the bills. Like that's not, that's, we've been working on way more than that. So like you said, it sort of, comes to a point where you're like oh the businesses in quotes are running themselves not really but you're kind of on like management level where you're like you know managing people to do certain things so that you don't have to do day-to-day things and you get paid that's the goal right? right and then you can like either reinvest your money which is what what we've been doing for years and years is reinvesting the money um, or you get to buy stuff like air conditioning for your house, <laughs> right. which, you know, and it seems so silly. I think we talked about it a few podcasts ago when we got air conditioning. Um, we got these split units in our house and we were just like, I feel like my life has changed because yeah. our house is so comfortable now in like a really nasty, like summer, you know, humid, Virginia, humid, hot, I feel like muggy. in the history of... Of our lives is going to be our life before AC. I know, seriously. And now the life after AC. Well, what's funny is, you know, we, we kind of <laughs> joke where we're like, oh, um, you know, if you treat yourself all the time, it doesn't feel like a treat. Right. But uh, not that you can't do good things, you know, for right. yourself all the time. But like getting air conditioning in our house, our little like foreclosure that we renovated <laughs> inch by inch it feels like I feel like a rich person. I'm like, I I feel like a millionaire because I walk in my house and I'm like, it's so nice in here, (laughs) you know? But, um, you know, it's things like that. I mean, it seems so simple, but you're like, we worked so long to be able to like have extra money to pay for that. You know, extra money that you're like, okay, well, all our bills are paid in the last few months and we stashed a bunch of money away and we really want this thing and we can actually get it in it. And I'm not like just eating tuna melts, which is what we used to do. Cereal and tuna melts. I like tuna melts. Yeah. But (laughs) well, I think the other thing for me, the bigger, you know, that's 
that it is good to be able to afford the things that make life interesting and fun. Right. But also, it's just, I also feel like I don't feel trapped. Yeah. Uh, I think that is a thing I have been fighting against my whole life right. about being in yes. situations yes. where you feel trapped. You know, I talk about it with, you know, working jobs yep. or just even relationships or whatever. Just that feeling of being trapped where like if I don't do this thing, right. then this thing bad will happen. You know? Right. Um, and, and there is a difference between though, between having responsibility for something yeah first being trapped and you know each of us have to figure out what that is like i mean you know well okay so like for an example mm-hmm. our our airbnb business it's the height of summer right now like everything's booked sometimes we're flipping houses every single day you know it's like staggered so we have a responsibility to do all the laundry schedule the cleaners um, put the laundry out for them, uh, give them any supplies they need. If their vacuum breaks, I need to give them another vacuum. You if know, there's we, a problem at a house, we got to go over right. there and do it. So right. those are responsibilities, right? But I do not feel trapped. Right. Like I feel like we have systems in place where, number one, if I couldn't do laundry, my cleaner knows how to do the laundry. If I'm like, I I'm unavailable this week, right. I'm going to pay you to do laundry. She's like, great, fine. That's an amazing freedom to have right there where you're like, I don't feel trapped by this job. And if I can't do it for some reason, there's a there's like a, a contingency in place. Right. Um, that feels like freedom to me. Yep. Do did you ever feel trapped by eBay? No, uh, not right now, because I mean, we haven't had a helper for so long. I did feel a little bit not trapped, but like bogged down when our other helper left because I had like. 250 drafts that I was like, Oh my God, I have to like get through this. And I actually just finished all of them and I'm doing the new ones now. So a little bit I did, but I also, so now we have a new helper. She's doing amazing. I hope I can keep her forever. Um, I, uh, I felt trapped when we didn't have flexibility, uh, with our handling time we had same day, which was basically like after 9 a.m. It was like the next yeah. day. Some of that is self-inflicted because yeah. I know you were very on top of yeah. wanting to ship fast. So you Because we on. got a big discount. Right. Like we got a 20% discount yeah. on our fees. But it was good then that you made the choice of like, oh, I don't need, you know, the the, the fees we get money back on is not a big deal. Well, they changed it too. I, I, yeah. I want my time back. So right, and then we start. talked to a bunch of people too on the forum, and all all the people who you know we talked to online, um, just being like, "Yeah, I have a three day handling, and I my sales have not gone down, and people do not really care." Three day handling is so awesome, right? Because I have you know freedom to be like, "I'm super busy tomorrow, so I'm not going to pack gonna, till I ship for." Two days. Yeah, whatever, and yeah. and sometimes it's like a yeah. lot of stuff to right. ship. Like I sh- like a couple days last week, I was like, oh my god, and like tons of delicate, like double packed, you know, like teapots. But, but when like, shipping's oh, annoying, yeah. it means we're you made selling. money. So and, and we will talk about that. But so, I so no, I don't. I think I think the reason why I bring this up, and you know, we're. I mean, I'm I'm really talking to you. Like this isn't just for the podcast. I think it's <laughs> I'm good. really actually I, talking to you. I think it's good we talk yeah. about this. Uh, you know, I feel like this is the first time where 
we and I have gotten to a place where kind of we cleaned off our plate in yeah. a way. I mean, we have our it's responsibilities that you talk about, but yeah. they're manageable and we like them. You know, sometimes it's good to have a where where people expect you and yeah, yeah, to, to do things good. I want to protect that. Like, I think that's what I want to happen from here on out is to protect that that feeling. You yeah, know, and not have being trapped creep back in. Right, right. If we have any control over it all, no, we do, I mean, but we do. You know. Crap can hit the fan and like it gets back to whatever you just gotta survive. But I just really want to protect that because it just feels really nice right now. Well, yeah. look, we, so our cleaner was on vacation for a week and we actually didn't have any cleanings that week. It was perfect. But then the day she was coming back, three houses had to get cleaned. Um, she she wasn't back till the evening and we were right. like, um, this is nuts, you know? And so you and I cleaned two places and we have um, another person help us with one of the other houses. It It just like reminded me how exhausting that work is. And just that we're like, like you said, it had to get done and we did it. We're like, we're cleaning two houses in a row. It's going to be exhausting. Right. But I don't want to do that all the time. Like yeah. you said, we will do what needs to get done, but to protect the flexibility and the freedom of time is like our ultimate goal right yeah, and now. I, and I hear that around other scavengers who, you know, come and talk with us about uh, this kind of stuff online, you know, just how they talk about how yeah. in the beginning it's one way of life where you're just like, it's all your time and you're right. running into it and then you build up a system or whatever. It's about systems. And again, it's, it's, it's. To me, it's why those online courses really don't ever work because you can't. Everyone has to build their own own way of doing things based on their own life. You know, whether you know you have kids and where you live and right. what kind of things you're selling and all that stuff. So yeah, everyone has to figure that out. But then you get to a point where it just kind of runs and you can take a breath. You know, and it's good to have that. Well, to me, how it works is. It's all you all the time or all you and your partner, whoever, all the time in the beginning because you have to figure out what you're doing. Um, You have to figure out what needs to get done so you can teach other people what needs to get done. I mean, we cleaned our rentals for a year and a half because – and finally, we were so exhausted. We were like, we have to get somebody else. But we knew exactly how we wanted it to get cleaned and how the system worked. Um so that's valuable. You can't just be like, I don't know how it works. Someone else do it. <laughs> and, you know? And it would be learning like whoever cleans a house should get paid very well because yeah, it it's hard not, work. It's not easy work. So. It's not easy. And there's yeah. a pati- particular way we want it done. So um, I'm going to pay higher wages because I want it done well. Yep. Um, and we know what it's like to be in a place that's not cleaned well. Yeah. You know? So, so yeah, I mean, I think that, that that's an interesting perspective where you're like, especially for self-employed, this does not have to do with people who like get paychecks at like a, an office job, but yeah, you have to figure out what it is and then you build systems and you tweak those systems constantly. Like I'm still tweaking systems for cleaning. Yeah. I'm still tweaking systems for eBay. I think that, I don't think it's ever, I don't think you're ever able to like just put it in concrete, put it in stone. And then it's done, one and done. I think it's always kind of 
yeah, you're tweaking as things change. But it's not like so much work tweaking systems that it takes over every day, all day. You know, you're, you're kind of like, oh, the vacuum, you know, the Dyson vacuums at the houses have to get cleaned, you know, vacuum heads every single time. Uh, that's my system. Yep. I buy. I bought like six of them. So yep. there's always a clean one going out to a house. Yep. The end. Yep. You know, solved. The end. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think even with eBay, we've all we're always. It's just an endless evolving of how our store yeah. works and the things we sell and how we sell them and ship them and you know, there's. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that has a lot to do with how you find things, where you find things, um, how you see things selling. Like it's, it's an evolving market and evolving trends as well. That's it. Evolving trends. Yeah. Like where people are right. interested in buying. And, yeah. and it's weird how you see trends emerge with eBay because you'll have like this small corner of your store. Perfect example is right. China and pottery and stuff that I was like, I don't want to buy it. Don't want to store it. Don't want to <laughs> ship it. But then those things start selling right. and I'm like, well, now I'm seeing them places. You know, right. I'm, I'm looking at those shelves at the right. thrift store. I'm looking at those things at the auction and, <laughs> and it's just weird how that works. You know, you kind of like, at first, you were buying like pirate slouch boots in like 2010, right. and I could not keep them in my storage for a week. And now it's like, good luck selling those. Good luck finding them, and good luck selling them. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's it's you just kind of like move where it. And then I feel like selling. once we get really good at finding and identifying an, an item, it goes out of style. I mean, not not necessarily, I mean, but like. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, or your interest wanes in it as well, where you're like, I'm not, like, okay, so here's another example. Um, And you can still buy and sell these, but not for the prices I was getting before. It's um, like Revere wear, like vintage Revere, copper bottom Revere wear. Um, I'm telling you, like 10 years ago, it was, it's still great stuff. Uh, Super collectible um, also vintage Farber wear, just like stainless steel because, you cookware. Know, it's good quality. Well, and actually yeah. we cook with Farber yeah. wear cause we, ha- it just lasts for, it literally lasts for generations, but like it just sells the market's so saturated. Like it just sells for not like 20 bucks a pot. Yeah. I, I'm just like, ah. like if I see them, if they're in really good shape, sure. But you know, not real, not really yeah. going to get those. But I just remember in the beginning, man, I could sell those for so much money, especially if you polish the copper. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm just like, eh. I think that's why, you know, I always say I'm always very wary of a niche. Right. Like right. going all in on one niche. Yeah. And like when people, you know, talk openly about their store, they're like, should I just sell this one thing? Because I know it, you know, it sells well. Right. I just always get nervous about that because what happens if people stop buying that thing? Right. You know. Right. Um, or the price drops out of that thing. Yeah. Look, it's like it's like when you read books about investing in mutual funds or the stock market. It's diversify, right? They're like, don't just buy stock in yeah. Google, which actually you should buy stock in Google, but and you should have, you know, ten years ago, <laughs> fifteen years ago. I guess, yeah. Right. But but you know what I'm saying, like like. You're not just going to do this one thing. You're, you're like, 
let me buy all this stuff and right. see what goes up and down, you know? So yeah. that's kind of, it's kind of similar, right? So specifically eBay this week, a couple things. So our, um, our new helper. Yes. She came again. So is she just coming every week, like once a week? So now? we're so school just started. School starts this week. She's in high, high school. school. Right. Um, so I'm trying to figure out what her schedule is. Like she was free forever, but then we were super busy with the coffee business and we were traveling. So it was like I, I'm trying to settle down if if I can get her for like two days a week, like one day after school and a Saturday. And it's like three or four hours at a time. Yeah, three to four hours. Like for yeah. me, that's – I also have to figure out like what I can keep up with, with yeah. my other responsibilities, sure. including roasting coffee twice a week. So, yeah. you know, I – once a week right now is like – I'm like that's all, literally – I'm sure you can work more, but that's all I can handle to keep up with. So for now, I'm keeping it at four hours. Um, and she seems like she's – She's flexible, so yeah. I'm, I'm working out a schedule with her. Cool. And then the other thing is, uh, so we do our numbers every month. Yeah. Where instead of, you know, we've done what probably lots of eBay sellers have done in the early days was we put off doing any kind of a numbers or accounting until the very end bookkeeping and then tax time comes and then you're like having to do a year of yeah, taxes. it's horrible yeah. oh my god so then we learned okay if we just do our numbers every month yeah then, then it's done at the end of the then year when tax time is done it's just another month and you kind of add it yeah. all up and it's a lot easier so we were using godaddy bookkeeping then uh wave Right. And GoDaddy Bookkeeping, that company, they just kind of stopped supporting it, in our opinion. So then we moved to Wave. Which is also free. Another free. But, so this happened a couple times. So Wave, number one, stopped supporting PayPal, syncing PayPal. We stopped using PayPal so much, so that wasn't a big deal. But I still do some transactions through PayPal. Um, And then our main bank account, again, will not sync with Wave. Right. I can't fix it. And so I was like, now I I, I, I think I'm going to reach out to a couple different scavengers about this, but I got an email about um, doing uh, QuickBooks self-employed. So it's cheaper, basically. It's like the, the introductory rate is like seven bucks a month. So I was like, I just have to bite the bullet and turn this on. And then it goes to... Uh, I think it's 15, 15 bucks a month. Which is like... It's a pricey doing business. But so my question is this. I, I, I feel a little bit ignorant where I'm like, I need to make specific categories for like our rentals and stuff, you know, like landscaping and you rental utilities and stuff like that. But like, I cannot figure that out. Hmm. Um, and I don't know if it's because self-employment is more limited than like, they're just like base level. It's hmm. called like QuickBooks Online for like whoever. So I'm like, ugh, now, I feel limited again. I will say, if we just need to get the full a service and it's $30 a month, get it. to me it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, like this is just where yeah. it's just worth it's like, getting it done. It's a business expense. And so so I uh, anyone who uses QuickBooks Self-Employed, if you know how to do a category, or the other thing too is I noticed that... <laughs> Self-employed can't hook up PayPal either. Oh. Um, Get off of self-employed. I mean, okay, so I think that's the answer right there. Yeah. <laughs> so it just pulled the okay. trigger. 
And just get regular. Buy the real one. Yeah. And, uh, you mean, we can also talk to our coffee partner because... Yeah, Phil uses QuickBooks. We do QuickBooks for our coffee yeah. business, and so he does categories. Yeah, so I have to... He, he can tell you. So he was out of town this whole weekend, yeah. so I have to... This week, I'll, I'll be like, show me how to do this. But does everything connect? Everything hook up? Yeah, I, that's the great thing about QuickBooks. Like, every, every bank is basically like, oh, do you want this to sync up to QuickBooks? Like, right. it's so easy. Yeah. So, I mean, everything... Actually, so it's August right now. The great thing is um, all of my bank accounts, like, even though sometimes they're like, oh, it's 90 days worth of data. No, it imported Everything. the whole year wow. since the January 1st. Cool. So thank God. Yep. So I so I am getting that uh, data in there. But um, cool. yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a pain where you're like, oh, I wanted bookkeeping to be easy, like basically a free spreadsheet online. No, it yeah. just does not exist. Like yeah. it's just such a pain. Yeah. Um, unless I just did a spreadsheet. Um, you know, which is possible, but well, I know that some people, I know some scavengers do that. There is a spreadsheet that you can buy. I forgot the name of it, but there's like a yeah spreadsheet specifically for people that sell on eBay. Right, and it's like twenty bucks. And yeah, and you can do all your cogs. You like a, a custom, but but the problem it's is PC based. Right, so there's that. But, right. like, the problem is we do eBay and Airbnb, and we have a video production. So you're like, I have to pull in yeah. all these expenses for different categories. Yeah, so anyway, I, QuickBooks, I'm working on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's, like, long overdue. I should have just started with QuickBooks, you know. Yeah. But, yep, that's, good. that's bet, it. You know, yeah. Moving on. This is so boring. Is boring? I'm interested. Quick, QuickBooks. I'm interested. Jesus. I mean, look, this is like, this is the non-glamorous stuff, but this is the stuff if you don't figure out, like... It makes, well, then, you know, yes. No, I, I, I agree. If you, you don't... build a strong foundation. If, if you... What the hell? If you don't figure it out, it just... It's so time-consuming. Right. Like I said, if I was to do my own spreadsheet, I right. would, like, hate my life. Yeah. Um, I already hate bookkeeping. I think it's so tedious. But if you have a system like QuickBooks where you're like, every time this one comes in, put it here. Hmm. It should go a lot faster, you know? Like, right. there, there isn't, like, unknown things. Yep. Okay, cool. So let's talk about our numbers this week for eBay. Um, we sold 28 items, and our gross sales were $1,400 and $44. Oh, thank God. Our net sales after fees was $1,042. I think that is the first time we made over $1,000 in the past maybe six weeks or something. Yeah. I would have to go back I, and look. The last few months have been horrendous now, on eBay. is it a coincidence, Ryan? That sales started picking up once we started to list. I have no Is idea. it a coincidence? Well, half the people listening to this are going to say, no, it's not a coincidence, you dumb dumb. So I... But... Yeah. But, but also it's just such random stuff. I mean, we're not selling everything we're putting up no. new. It's all just the old stuff. I will say, yeah. I don't believe in all the conspiracy theories, all that stuff, but I, I will co-sign this. If we need to believe that putting things online... Then that will help us get things yeah. so listed. It's a, good, <laughs> it's a good wives' tale to believe in. Yeah. You know? So it's good. Uh, no, I mean, I, I'm i glad I got through the backlog. 
I'm glad we have a new helper. She did accidentally put like 15 things live. <laughs> we had uh, um, we had several scavengers like text us or uh, message us. us. They were like, why what? is this Sony remote $1,000? I got to look for these. You're like, yo, obviously it's not $1,000. It's that my new helper was like, list, but right. didn't schedule it. And, and that's smart that when you do a schedule to put the price really high in case it accidentally right. does go. Because if not. Because if you say $1, someone's like, great. Right. $1. I hear, right. So I say $1,000 just for that reason. And it's easy for me to be like, oh, did she accidentally show me everything that's $1,000? Oh, yeah. I got it. So I actually ended those. There was about 15 of them. And then the next day I went in and just like listed them live. So it, it's her second day. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure she'll she'll yeah. learn. I'll show her this week. But I thought that was kind of hilarious. I was like, oh, yeah. All this stuff has really small titles and <laughs> she's actually so i have been teaching her titles from the beginning which saves me so much time i mean right. i do modify her titles because i have my own style but um god it's so helpful and then what since we got back from our vacation mm -hmm. that i'll never forget right oh my god the best time of my life oh jesus uh we've been trying to do a thing where i've been trying to kind of protect your time yes from the coffee business. Right. Where you do roast two days a week. Yeah, like I have my scheduled like slot of time. But then, you know, like any business, it can just be plugging holes, all these things gotta get done. So I've been handling that, you know, going, helping people, getting things. Yeah. And like this morning I got up really early and, you know, did stuff on a Sunday. Um, right. But I'm trying to protect your time so you, you can do ebay if you want well and that's part of it right like when you're having to list on ebay you're like i need to be focused and i need to sit here for a couple hours like i cannot just yeah, more be, than a couple hours yeah right? like like you need a day to not be like oh i gotta run out and right. get this thing oh i gotta go fix yeah. this thing i mean people will I, I bet can understand this like i don't do that part of ebay right but i've seen you do it and if we have something to do I just feel like you can't relax enough to get into yeah, it. Yeah, because you just have right. to sit here. So I like to try and give you like, this is, you know, yeah, anything leave. else to do. There's nothing to do yeah. in the afternoon. Yep. Just do it yep. when you want to. And yep. then I see you kind of like, like you kind of are moving around it. And then I just see if you do it and then you're just in it. Yeah. And then it, then I'm like, Ryan, let's stop listing. Stop yeah. listing, Ryan. Go <laughs> yeah, on. right. So, um, yeah, it does. It takes, it takes, it's like that, honestly, with video production too, where you have to give yourself enough like buffer time in the beginning and the end to just like get into it. Uh, because you know, you have to tackle this thing and you just cannot have any distractions or else you'll just be like, yeah, I don't want to have to do this thing. So I'm going to go, go yeah. buy supplies at Walmart. And it's yeah. <laughs> just like, no, you have to just be like, this is what you're doing today. And you can take a break and you can do some laundry in between for Airbnb. And but... once you're kind of in a flow. Yeah, when you're in the flow, I mean, you're like, oh, that was a good listing. It's, Let's get another one. It's kind of fun. No, it is you're fun. Like well, okay. researching stuff. And... So, so also, I mean, part of why we like to have a variety of stuff 
is because we don't want to get bored. I mean, we say that every single week, but it's true. I'm like, oh, what's this weird remote from the, you know, 80s? <laughs> I was yeah. listing like, you know, TV and video remotes. But, you know, some of those things are worth money because you're like, nobody else has this one. And some person has like a, you know, a CD player from from the late 80s that's like got 100 CDs in it and you only have one remote and I'm the only one that has it. Like stuff like that. And you're like, cool. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, you have to get into a flow and you have to be interested or else you're just going to be like, oh, this is so boring. You know? Yeah. But it's good. So that's kind of what we're trying to get to again is trying to protect people's time. Yeah. And, and there's and we things. We split the kinds of work. Like I kind of like helping in the coffee business maybe a little more than you and some of this stuff. And that's fine. And so I don't like to do stuff on eBay like that. Right. So exactly. We're both finding the things we kind of want to be doing. Well, that's I mean, that's true with like roasting like i'll make sure i get down to the roaster uh early but on those days because you're bagging and helping fill orders and i'm like roasting (laughs) and you have to wait for that coffee it's like you don't have to get there till the afternoon so you can yeah so like on those days i'm kind of like actually don't come here because like there's nothing for you to do except like stamp bags or like put labels on bags um which is needed but you don't have to do it every time so yeah, it's sort of like, okay, I'm going to go do this. Or um, was it yesterday? I forget what day it was, but I, I, I'm like, what day is what? No, it was the day before. You know, I ran down to one of the rentals and did a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And, like, uh, our cleaner didn't have a helper that day. So she, I, like, stripped all the beds and got all the trash. And it's like, I was like, don't even, don't even think twice about it. Like, I'm going to run down there and get all that stuff and, like, Make sure all the TVs are hooked up to Netflix and, you know. We're a good team. I think so. I think it's one of those things where, like, you have to be willing to do the thing that the other partner doesn't want to do. Yeah. Like, we had some stuff we had to do in town, like, at the bank. And you were just, like, freaking out. You were just, like, (laughs) you were, like, worrying unnecessarily about it. And I was like, dude, just... I will go to the bank. Do not yeah. do not even think twice about it. I will sit there. I will fill out the paperwork. I will get, do whatever needs to so get done. So that was such a... And I was like, was, don't, I don't even want to hear about it anymore. That was such a good moment. Because, Ryan, <laughs> it was so funny. You recognized yes. I was having issues and trouble. And you, and you, st- st- you know... I'll walked in and be like, I'll handle it. Yeah. And don't even worry about it. Yeah. And you know what? I was like, good. Yeah, I don't want to think about and it. And it was great. And I think I do the same thing. Yes, you do me. all the time. I, you know, I'm just like, don't worry about don't it. Don't even think, like, don't I will take care of it. Yeah. It will It will be okay. Well, and, I think it's one of those things where you really do have to recognize. Because at first, it was just like paperwork that we had to fill out, right? Right, right. And so, like, sometimes when you're, like, opening a new savings account or or trying to get an ATM card for this one account or whatever, it's such a pain in the butt sometimes because they're, like, we need signatures on, like, 17 different pieces of paper and, like, whatever. And so what what I realized was, oh, the thing that we're actually doing at the bank doesn't require us both to be there. Um, So once I realized that, I was, like, 
I'll just go to the bank. Yeah. Like, Good. just stay home. Or actually, you were running around town doing yeah. other things. Just do those things. You're literally... <laughs> what was funny, too, was like, you were doing errands in town and doing other stuff. And, and you probably drove past the bank to oh, do yeah. those things. And oh, I was like, yeah. that's fine. I'm going to go to the bank and then I'm going to come home. And, then and that's guess, my duty for the day. And I guess that the uh, the key is when there's something that I don't like to do. Yeah. And you don't like to do it. <laughs> Who does it? Neither of us like it. Yeah. And if we can afford to not do it. I mean, I right. think that's the other thing. Like when right. we talk about responsibility often that means like we don't really have a choice like we have yeah. to do this thing because no one else can do it we have to, right we have to make money and pay the bills and like that's just a responsibility of being an adult but sometimes the freedom is like oh we don't have to actually do this we can yeah and and yes. so those things do happen and that's when we have a conversation where we're just like let's just cut this out of our life and you know and not do it, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, a, a, a huge example of that, well, number one is eBay. So you're like, right. neither of us want to have the time to take photos. Right. I want someone else to do that. I don't right. mind buying stuff. I don't mind yeah. researching <laughs> it and, like, doing a title and figuring it out and yeah. then figuring out how to store it and then ship it. Like, those parts are absolutely not stressful to me. Or time-consuming. The most time-consuming thing, I think, is taking photos and measuring. Like, that, to me, is a grind. So we made it so that we, we could afford right. to do it. And Right. And so that's a perfect example. And we can now, we have made it to where we can afford to not take pictures. Right. As long as we can find a person yeah. to do it. And for yeah. a while, we couldn't. But right. I had enough of a backlog. It didn't matter. But uh, cleaning houses, same thing. Like... Uh, we can afford to pay someone to do it um, and she makes a good living because she yeah. works at all of our houses yep. um, and that's you know we decided that takes a huge amount of time to do and now we have the freedom not to do it so another good example uh, so this week uh, customer issues just one thing we had somebody give us a low offer on like a teapot and yeah. a low offer it was a hundred dollars right but you had it up for four hundred yeah <laughs> uh so i don't know if that's low or high but it was low compared to what we have it up for right and we took it and i knew in my gut i was like uh, <laughs> she's gonna want to return it and, and so she is she did so. and and honestly it was just because she didn't like it right I mean, she was just like, yeah, I don't like it. It's going to be interesting like, ah. to see because those are tough to pack safely. It's always interesting to see when people do returns on delicate items. Like, do they just throw it in a box? Most or people use the stuff that I packed it in. Cool. Um, yeah. Although I have had things damaged coming back to me before. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what do you do? Yeah, uh, You can claim insurance, I guess. But, yeah, um, yeah it's just... It sucks to give someone $100 back. It's just like, that's coming back in the mail this week. Yep. We had such low, you know, sales in the last, like we said, two months. And you're like, I don't want to give someone $100 back. Yep. But, you know, she didn't like it. And yep. that's the that's the policy, right? Okay, let's go to the calls or voicemails that people sent in. Okay. 
You can send us an audio file, which somebody did. You can email it to us. Our email is thescavengerlife at gmail.com. And you can also call our voicemail line to leave a message. The phone number is 540-407-8486. Hi, Jay and Ryan. Thanks so much for your podcast. I know um, you probably put a lot of work into it, and we all appreciate it. Just wanted you to know. And I'm calling about um, your last uh, call-in about getting the post office to make good on the insurance when an item's broken. I just went through this same situation. And, you know, of course, when you're selling things on eBay, you really don't want to ask your customer to go to the trouble of sending the broken item back to you or much less like asking them to go to the post office and dropping the um, the crushed box if it's crushed and the broken item and filling out all those forms. And I guess, you know, if the item's really expensive, you you would go through that. But I had a similar situation. The item wasn't worth that much, so I wasn't going to put the buyer through that. And I uh, did get a payout finally, but, um, oh, it was, it was a lot of hoops I had to jump through. So my impression is that your claim is going to get denied right off the bat. And if you really want the refund, unfortunately, People are going to have to um, keep appealing it and just, uh, I wouldn't say make a pest of yourself, but make it clear that you're going to um, follow through with the claim. So I'm an intellectual property attorney, and I guess the lawyer in me came out. So, you know, I had insurance on the item, and I filed the claim. Uh, I had everything except the box. I actually went into my post office, and the postmaster came out, and I explained everything to him. I had photos of the item. And I explained that I sell things on eBay and, you know, I couldn't ask a customer to go to the trouble of sending all that stuff back to me or much less going to their own post office with all the items and filling out the form. So he gave me a receipt. Um, It didn't say much information on the receipt, but anyway, I had that and all the information from eBay about the cost of the item, et cetera, and the photographs. And it got denied, denied, denied. And um, I think it was maybe the third or fourth time. And like I said, somebody else might have just thrown the towel in because, you know, we're talking about not that much financially. But like I said, I think the lawyer in me came out. And um, I finally was able to get a refund. So I might think about making some sort of template for other people to use to save them time. I'll think about that. Um, because... It's just the principle of the matter. You know, if you pay for insurance, they shouldn't make you jump through so many hoops. And I understand they don't want to get cheated either, but still. Anyway, just thought I'd share that with you. And, again, thanks so much. I know you guys are busy, and your podcast is very appreciated. So thanks again. Bye-bye. So that's interesting that you said you um, you know, brought all the information to them, and they gave you a receipt, and they denied it and denied it and denied it. Um and I'm the same way. Like I will, I'm not a lawyer, but I will go through any avenue that's available to me to appeal because just like you said, well, I paid for insurance and it broke. It's not like I'm, it's not like the post office is like, oh, you're putting claims in every day of every item you sell. You're like, this broke. Um, so I I do the same thing. Like I will appeal. I I'm still waiting. It can take several weeks to get a check. But my postmaster called me and was like, "I filed this for you, so you should be getting a check." 
hopefully I'm not going to get denied. But I think that's good advice um, for anything. I mean, I, <laughs> I become one of those people who is just like, how can I fix this? What can I do? Like, I feel like I'm in the right here as like paying for this service. Well, I mean, you know? kind of like we talked about how uh, I was stressing out about doing all that bank stuff. Right. Because I do not like that. I don't like being told <laughs> something can't happen when I'm like, logically, it should be able to. I don't like Right. Having, you know, because there's a lot of bureaucracy. It's like I'm so getting, good at that. I think that's why you're in our... Any relationship really good about that? You're, you're I don't about, know why. You're just good about like what's the next step. Or... But what's funny is you're you're good at that in other aspects. You sure. know, like with like getting yeah. a renovation done. I hate. I like stress over that stuff. But when it comes to like, I'm looking at this piece of paper from the bank. It's literally sitting right next to me. I'm like, I'll fill in all the forms. Right. I'll go through all the processes. I'll talk to whoever I need to to get this done. I will check all the boxes. Well, I think it's the difference between bureaucracy where it's like some weird Byzantine system yes. that frustrates me because it doesn't make sense. First, like I don't mind talking to like a tradesman or right. like a contractor where there's a problem. And there's a solution. And we just have to think right. of creative – like maybe we don't right. know the answer, but I'm, I'm happy to like – enter into a creative process to try and find the answer because we're all trying to find the answer it's that like yes. weird yeah like the post office or a bank or like uh, pulling a permit or something someone will tell it you know and they don't even know why you know and you're like i don't you know. see i i it's yeah. so funny because like i so what you described like coming up with creative solutions from a craftsman <laughs> that stresses me out i'm just like but what if that's not correct? Right. <laughs> you know, you're like, well, it, that doesn't make sense. But for me, like there are like with bureaucracy and it's not always true because I've come up against lots of bureaucracy where I'm like, they didn't tell me I had to do that X, Y, Z. Uh, but now they're telling me I have to. And there's this other piece of paper I have to fill out that they never gave me right. in the beginning because I talked to three different people that didn't know what they were talking about. But honestly, I'm like, for me, that's like so much more doable because mm. I just, I, I'm like, I just push through. I'm just like, well, who should I talk to? What should I do? What should I fill out? Okay, I'm going to call you every single <laughs> Man, there was one time where there was some client we had that didn't pay us. And I was like, I'm going to call you every single day for the next six months until you pay me. <laughs> and I did. I was like, I'm going to call every single day. In, in a very nice way. Yeah, no, like yeah. I'm just going to be like, What's am up? I going to get paid? Right. Why hasn't this been submitted? <laughs> Who? Oh, they're on vacation. Who right. else can I talk to? Right. Um, and they paid us. It took them eight months. Um, yeah. I don't think I called them for eight months, but uh, you know, I was pretty persistent. Right. Um, right, because sometimes people just want it. You go away, like that's. Oh what yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what, a lot that's of what she's your, saying, right. right? She's like, I got denied four, five times, right. and then someone eventually was like, "Just pay her." That's a lot of what. <laughs> bureaucracy is is just yes. trying to slow the process down and most people dump out pretty quick yeah because it's like, annoying they're just like i'll just eat it and yeah you know, so yeah hey Dan Ryan. thought i'd tell you about a uh, sale i had recently on ebay i sold a brand new macbook uh it was in a sealed package i opened for 950 dollars on ebay and uh sometime later the buyer contacted me and said I sent them an empty box and they wanted a refund. And uh, they had opened a case and uh, there was a little bit of back and forth, but I told them they could return it in a, 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 
unopened brand new condition because initially I didn't read the, the verbiage that they put in there, but uh, eBay closed the case in the buyer's favor and said they were going to take the money out of my bank account. So I contacted SAR Help and uh, told them, you know, I've been selling on eBay since 2006 and I have over 97% positive feedback. The buyer opened their account five days before they bought this uh, MacBook for me. I said, the guy's a scammer. And they said they would open up an appeal for me and get back to me a day or two. Today I looked at uh, eBay actually sided with me and they refunded my money. Um, but it makes me wonder how long eBay will go on eating these losses. <laughs> I know they implemented the situation with expensive watches that were like $10,000 a piece where they had them sent to an appraiser to make sure they're real. Uh, but it would seem to me, I'm sure eBay has insurance for this type of stuff, but even then that's got to get expensive after a while. It would seem like, I don't know, at some point uh, they couldn't just continue to eat thousands of dollars of losses because of scammers. Talk to you later. So another example of having to appeal a decision by bureaucracy. But I think he brings up a really good point. I mean, that's why I I have a lot of faith in eBay from our own experience because eBay has done that to us a number of times over the past decade where, you know, we have a problematic buyer who complains about something that is just kind of like not appropriate and eBay will just come in and give the buyer their money back, but then they let us keep the money and they just say, we're going to do a one-time fix so everyone's happy. And that's great. I mean, ultimately for us, um, I, I'm assuming eBay, yeah, just has some kind of insurance and they do the numbers or, or they have like a bit of a slush fund where they're like, you know, 3% of our profits will just eat just to kind of keep things flowing correctly they uh, must i mean they must you know, have insurance I, mean, I don't you know they're not doing it out of the goodwill they're just they just know like if they make everyone ha- unhappy then people will just start to uh, move away from ebay because it's not a, a good right. place to be well know? it reminds me of global shipping um when someone's like this broke or you know it's an empty box or the box was damaged or yeah. only part or i got the wrong item from the global shipping warehouse or something i mean ebay they, you know, if you say global shipping, you know, they take, they should yeah. uh, just take care of it because, you know, they have like international insurance. But for this situation, it's interesting. You know, you sold a brand new MacBook that oh was God. in a sealed package. Yeah. yeah. And of course, like scammers love, you know, technology like iPhones, MacBooks. Well, we find that those are the categories that attract yeah. the scammers. Right. Because I don't know if I it's don't... because it's like you know, teenage boys with no yeah, exactly. uh, morals or, or why, but, um, you know, I just, I will say when we first started and, you know, there weren't a lot of places to hear about people talking about online selling, Yeah, I would go to the eBay forums and it's oh, full God. of people, like I've always said, who just seemed now are just super negative. I mean, if I believed everything they talked about on there, yeah. I would have just assumed that our life on eBay was going to be dealing with scammers every single week with empty boxes being sent back yeah. and people lying. I will tell you, I don't know if we've ever had that where somebody Mm-mm. like I hear about it. So, you know, this caller talked about it. So obviously yeah. it does happen, but I mean, 
it could happen all the time because I mean, yeah, uh, someone could get an item and say it was empty, and who? It's to, like who, who, who? How are you gonna know? Who is to prove? I mean, right. Uh, but thankfully, it just is not a common thing, or at least in the kind of stuff yeah. uh, that the two of us sell. Or know? they'll send it back, and they'll send back an empty box. Like I've yeah. heard that where uh, the one thing I remember is like I sold some some sneakers, and the lady sent back. A different pair of sneakers, exact same brand, exact same model, different right. color. Right. Um, and I was like, you sent back the wrong shoes, but I'm going to give you a refund because now I have a different pair of shoes to right. sell. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will say I have heard some people in our community talk about like they'll sell a spare part. Yes. And the person will return the spare part saying, it would, you know, it's not the right one. And then they get it back and it's the same spare part, but it's used. And so yeah, so that, they the like, person, like just change it out. They were like, then, this other one's broken. Yeah. I don't know. But again, we've sold spare parts too, and that's never happened to yeah. us. So I'm not saying these things don't happen, but I'm thankfully, it doesn't seem like it happens as much right. as some of the more negative people imagine. It yeah, but it does suck when yeah. it happens, clearly. Okay, that's it for calls. Thanks for listening. Let's talk about coffee for a second. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to support us, you can go to broadporchcoffee.com. To order coffee. I'm roasting tomorrow morning. Yep. We are now, we may even be adding a third day of, of, of roasting, especially since the holiday season Oh started. my gosh. But yeah, we've got 10 different kinds of coffees. Look, I was going to say, if you like light roast, we do have an Ethiopian. But if you want a different light roast than Ethiopian, which is delicious... I was going to say our Costa Rican is really good. Um, I suggest you you have a light roast with no cream or sugar. If you want something with cream or sugar, which I do, I drink cream and sugar. And I don't put sugar in, but I put cream in my coffee. So I need like a chocolatey coffee tasting thing. Cameroon, I think, I, so for single origin, meaning we don't blend it with anything else, I think Cameroon is, we mentioned it last week, but I brought some home yesterday and I was like, this is so good. I love the Cameroon, but if you want to blend, I love Southern Split. If you want a dark blend, Mr. Motivator, that's our espresso blend. Um, Where it's like pretty uh, roasty. It's it's not, you know, Sumatran is pretty roasty. That's our darkest. Um, But Mr. Motivator is not, not. Not too, too dark, but it is one of our darkest blends, and we use it for espresso. So, sorry, I'm the roaster. I'm going to get real. I'm like, I've got like drop temperatures in my head. I'm like, well, you know, like, but. um, And and we were, this past week, one of the big things was we weren't getting enough heat from our roaster. And again, this is. So this is a roaster about the size of a small car. You know? Like a Fiat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we just bought it off of eBay. <laughs> yeah, of we, course we did. Me and my redneck friend, we installed it. Yep. And so it's a learning process. Yes. But we couldn't get enough heat from it. We just right? needed the... F- we need to like raise the flame. So we, me and our redneck friend, yeah. we went and we... Were we like adjusted the flame. Adjusting it. Like basically there's like a thing underneath and we like... <laughs> It's got a lot of heat now. Yeah, There's a yeah. lot of heat coming and out. And not too thing. much. Um, but yeah, we adjusted it and it was actually Phil and I like readjusted it too right after that. We were like, let's tweak it a little bit. So, I, so this is last Sunday. 
I'm under the roaster while the flame is like on yeah. with a little Allen wrench. Right. Like, how's it look now? How's it look now? Yeah, more and more flame. But it's <laughs> I good. felt like a, an airplane mechanic. Like, yeah. But it's great. Yeah. yeah. So, so we we are getting a lot more um, control over the flame now, which is good. I don't know why. We and I'm just... glad that you understand how to do all that stuff. I try. I try. I, I feel like I understand it. Um, but yeah. So I've been ha- having fun. Last week uh, on Thursday, we roasted the most we've ever roasted on a day, on a single day. It was 250 pounds. So, yep, get your orders in because Monday, yeah. Monday's the day. And I will say that our cafe on our little Main Street USA, yep, we're business centers on Main Street USA. To wrap it up. <laughs> yep, he loves saying that. Sheesh. <laughs> is going so good. Yeah. Uh, and I will say it is. I mean, like everyone warned us, having a brick and mortar business yep. is a lot of work. You know, it is so different than having yes. like an online store. Yes. But if you do it right, it can be so satisfying. Yeah. Uh, we're about to wrap this up so we can go down there and help them close up for the for the day yep i'm like, gonna pack some coffee for the shelf restock yeah. the shelf yeah. um yeah it's like i mean this is like a whole other conversation <laughs> a whole other podcast but i will it's, say you know that's why you're protecting my time because right. there's always you know it's like any business but a brick and mortar business there's always little tweaks that have to happen i'm trying to protect your time so because once we go into town and go into that shop there's just like infinite lots things of stuff that do. can be done and and not that you don't enjoy doing them. It's just that I'm trying to keep you from that so you can have entire days to, to do, do other anything things. else you want. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, but it's a good thing. Yeah, but so robporchcoffee.com, order some coffee. It's so fresh. It's yeah. the freshest coffee and you'll get. we do have subscriptions. So yes. if you drink coffee like we do, and you can just sign up and get it sent to your home every month yep. and uh we we can either send you the same kind of coffee or we can surprise you or yep. only send you a light roast my dad has a subscription and he i forgot to tell you this he texted me yesterday morning at like 7 a.m i'm like in bed um he's like i didn't get my i didn't get my package yet um are you sure you you got this subscription but you did it get lost or oh, did no. you guys forget i was like Dude, I sent it on Thursday. Like, yeah. you're going to get it Monday. Yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. I was like, don't, here's the tracking. <laughs> so, does he only have a 12 ounce? Every no, month? it's a two, it's a two pound every two month. Pound yeah. Okay. So, and then he actually ordered some like off his subscription mm-hmm. too. So, they I mean, drink a lot of coffee. Two pounds. I'm trying to think if, if two pounds would, would be enough for us for a know. month. No. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, get two subscriptions. Yeah. <laughs> get four pounds. Okay, this podcast is ending in three, three two, two, one. one. Bye.